After a few seconds, I started to feel increasingly awkward because he wasn't saying anything. The silence was palpable. Finally, his eyes got really intense. He straightened up in his chair and said, you'll never be successful. I was a brand new lawyer. I had worked so hard to get to this point, had the whole world in front of me, and this guy just tried to drive a stake into it. Welcome to a different practice. I'm your host, Lauren Lester, and I'm obsessed with all things business, well-being, and optimizing the practice of law for solo and small firm lawyers. I started my solo practice right out of law school, built it from the ground up, and now work four days a week while earning well over six figures. I'm here to share tangible, concrete tips and resources for ditching the legal profession's antiquated approach and building a law practice that optimizes growth and enjoyment. Think of this as grabbing coffee with your work bestie, mixed with all the stuff they didn't teach you in law school about how to run a business. Pull up a seat, grab a cup, and get ready to be encouraged and challenged. This is a different practice. Don't you love when life takes you on an unexpected journey? In 2015, I attended a committee meeting of the Women's Bar here in Colorado. I had just moved to Denver from Atlanta and was a new member of the bar. My practice was just a few months old and I was really looking to connect with other like-minded professionals. If you were to ask me then if I could believe that seven years later I would be sitting here now on my own podcast helping lawyers optimize their firm for growth and enjoyment, well, I would have thought you were pretty crazy. A different practice grew out of a joint venture with my business partner, and with everything that we create, we pull from our own experiences to provide practical tools and tips that we know work because we've tried them. So for this first episode, I'm going to do just that. Share the lessons I've learned so far, and am still learning, as a lawyer trying to forge a new path in a traditional profession. So what made me want to start my own firm and how did I obtain the confidence to go out on my own? Well, law is actually a second career for me. After college, I started working in the web development space and made my way up to a project manager for some of the largest projects that the company had. Towards the end of my time there, I was essentially doing the jobs of three people. I took on that workload to prove how hard I could work and how dedicated I was to the company but I soon realized that that dedication was not mutual. I had hit a ceiling and it became very apparent that there just wasn't any more room for growth. It was heartbreaking for me to see how much I gave this company, but still I was just seen as another employee. That was when I knew I wanted to work for myself. I needed to make a change, but I had no idea what else I wanted to do, zero. After thinking about it for months and months and months, I couldn't come up with anything. I didn't know what other job I wanted to do, what other career I wanted to go into. So one night, long after everyone had left the office, I was sitting there staring at my computer, staring at an open Google search bar, and just typed in, what career should I choose? The results led me to a career assessment quiz, and I figured, why not? I mean, I don't have any other ideas, so let's give this a shot. I completed the quiz, and the results said that I should be either a social worker or a lawyer. I had never considered going to law school. To be honest, I really didn't like lawyers. 
I didn't feel like I would fit into that profession or into that persona of lawyers. But after thinking about it more, I realized that going into the law could get me to my goal of owning my own business. So I told myself I would give law school a try for a year, and if I hated it, I'd figure something else out. Turns out it was exactly the right fit. Even though my career in the web development space didn't work out for me, the experience and knowledge I learned there was a major reason I had confidence to go out on my own. I'd also taken a class my last semester in law school that was about law practice management. And after talking to some associates already out in practice and realizing that spending a couple of years working for someone else didn't really guarantee that I would get the skills I needed to run my own business, I figured I'd just jump in feet first and learn the best way that I knew how by doing. My experience of not thinking I was a lawyer because I didn't look like lawyers I had met or act like lawyers I had talked to is one that I've actually realized that many colleagues share. But that doesn't mean that I was always accepted. In fact, I've run into a lot of naysayers pretty much from day one. When I first opened my practice, I was fortunately connected with someone who was looking to transition his practice so that he could retire in a few years. I could not believe my luck in having this opportunity to learn the ropes from someone with so much experience and then be able to take over a practice. Of course, there was no guarantee this was just an initial meeting being set up, but it was a really big deal. I was so nervous. I must have changed my outfit a dozen times. I practiced my facial expression so I wouldn't look too eager, but just the right amount of enthusiasm and determination. I arrived way too early because I was afraid of being late. I sat in my car and tried to calm my nerves by practicing how I'd say hello. When I arrived at the office, there was a lot going on and several offices filled just with boxes upon boxes. The other attorney led me to his corner office and pulled out a chair for me to sit in. I really felt like I was going to crawl out of my skin. I was just so nervous. He started talking first, talked a little bit about his practice and his experience and what he was looking for in an associate. I'd explained that I had just started my practice and was excited to provide affordable legal services to my community. When he asked me how I intended to do that, I described that my business model was transparent upfront pricing, a commitment to exceptional customer service, and using technology to increase automation and efficiency. I finished my thought and smiled, feeling pretty proud that I had shared this idea that I had, but he stared at me blankly. After a few seconds, I started to feel increasingly awkward because he wasn't saying anything. The silence was palpable. I nervously rubbed my hands together and finally his eyes got really intense. He straightened up in his chair and said, you'll never be successful. I could hear the glass of my dreams crash on the floor and splinter into a million pieces. It took every ounce of energy to keep me from collapsing into my own lap. I was a brand new lawyer. I had worked so hard to get to this point, had the whole world in front of me, and this guy just tried to drive a stake into it. I stood up, thanked him for his time, and walked out. When I got back to my car, I sat there for a while, just staring at the window. Was this guy right? Was I crazy to build a law firm like this? I mean, what did I know anyway? You'll never be successful. You'll never be successful. It kept ringing in my ears. I closed my eyes to try to find some silence. 
Then from somewhere deep inside, I heard this whisper. Do it anyway, it said. Huh? Do it anyway. Build the firm the way you want. If it doesn't work out, at least you tried. You can always go and work for someone like that. Build it anyway. And so I did. And seven years later, bringing in nearly a quarter of a million dollars in revenue a year, working four days a week, loving working with my clients, and continuing to write my own rules and challenge that traditional notion of what a law practice should look like, I can definitively say that guy got it absolutely wrong. When it came to building my own practice, I quickly realized that if I were to follow the traditional model, I couldn't be a client of my own firm. Frankly, I just couldn't afford it. In good conscience, I just couldn't build a law firm that I wouldn't use. So instead I thought, if I was a client, what would I want my lawyer to be like? And I built a practice around that. Although this intuitively made sense to me, it wasn't easy because of the years I spent in law school only hearing about one way of practicing law. While I never fully subscribed to it given my background, I had to confirm for myself that many of the tenets of the traditional way lawyers practice law and run law firms doesn't really serve the consumer. As service providers, the profession as a whole does a terrible job of actually serving clients. From billing practices to the general approach of working through cases, the entire profession is focused on the lawyers. We've essentially created a monopoly so normal market forces don't affect us, which is how the profession has gotten away with doing so very little in the way of true customer service for so long. Given my background, I had a suspicion that this was the case, but now having been in the thick of it for several years and having run my own practice, I can see how the tradition is really failing to serve both clients and us as lawyers. If I could tell practitioners and law firm owners one thing, it would be to question everything. Not from a place of suspicion or doubt, but just from a place of curiosity. Don't immediately assume it can't be done. And definitely, please do not just subscribe to the reason of, well, it's the way it's always been done. Quite frankly, that's bullshit. Get comfortable with asking questions and learning to reverse engineer. Start with the endpoint that you want to get to, however crazy it may seem, and then figure out how to get there. Want to have a remote law firm so you can travel around the world? Fantastic. There's a way to do it. Want to make a quarter million dollars a year and never worried about getting paid? Let's go. I'm not saying it will be easy. You'll likely have to make sacrifices. And you'll definitely hear from the naysayers. There will be days you'll wonder why you ever took this leap. But when you build a business for yourself using your own rules, I promise it will be worth it. That's what gives me hope. As much as our profession is deeply rooted in tradition, the seeds of change are beginning to bud. Practitioners are challenging the status quo and building amazing businesses. Innovation is being championed. Rules are being rewritten. There is more than one way to practice law and to run a law firm. I'm excited to share not only what I've learned, but to continue to learn along with you by chatting with members of our community who are not only sparking change, but inspiring it. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Let's see what magic we can create. Here's to writing our own rules and building a different practice. 
I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of A Different Practice. For more from this episode, head over to adifferentpractice.com slash podcast for show notes and links to resources. If you found this episode helpful, let me know by leaving a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're looking for even more practical tools to optimize your law practice for growth and enjoyment, be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter. The link is waiting for you at adifferentpractice.com slash subscribe. I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, keep building a different practice. Thank you.